Happy Thursday to everybody listening. I hope you guys had a terrific Labor Day weekend. It's already getting cold in the city. I was complaining all summer about how hot it is. Now, for like the next three and a half weeks, we finally have good weather in New York City. I don't know where you guys are listening from, but hopefully you have some nice fall weather. I feel like California, for the most part, in general, as a state in the United States, probably has the best weather as a whole. Florida gets just too friggin' hot. Florida has like two or three months that are that are like really acceptable weather months. But besides that, I don't know. Maybe it's like... Texas, Florida, California, some of the best weather. And obviously, it depends on what city you're in in any of those states, just depending on where you are longitude and latitude wise. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast. We had the Ted Jones Comedy Show last Thursday, and it was terrific. It was actually the night after uh, that hurricane. So I was super pumped that Asylum NYC wasn't flooded. They did a great job there. I guess waterproofing, floodproofing, whatever they did, it worked. It was not underwater. But I went to the gym, guys, that morning, last Thursday, uh, showed up at that normal time, 5 a.m., right when it opens, and the lady opened the door, and she was like, we can't have anybody downstairs. I just called my boss. It is a nightmare down there. So I imagine that the gym is all cleared up. Hopefully by the time we release this podcast, I'll be back in the gym, and uh, things will be back to normal around here in the hood in Chelsea. But guys, again, Labor Day weekend. What did you guys do? Let me know. TedJonesWorld at gmail.com. I did not do any partying, didn't do any drinking. Right now, I feel like my average is probably like drinking once a month. How often do you guys drink? I mean, I for the most part, I would think that like people are drinking at least once a week. You know, maybe even twice a week, you get a couple of drinks in you during the week. And then like that Friday, Saturday, you really go after it. But um, regardless, didn't drink this past weekend. It's not like I'm looking not to drink, but I don't know. I just feel so much better the night after I don't drink. You guys know what I mean? Like I don't get weed hangovers, but I definitely get alcohol hangovers regardless of what I'm drinking. If I'm like vodka, tequila, those hard seltzers, I feel though... Like, I am a full vodka or hard seltzer guy when I am drinking. If I have some of that, like, Reposado tequila, that shit makes me hungover. Anything really dark just makes me hungover in general. Guys, uh, last episode, last week, we were talking about a TV show that I was continuously watching just because, like, I watched it three years ago and, like, didn't remember anything from it, The Wire. And a few days ago, Michael K. Williams, who played Omar in The Wire, unfortunately passed away from a suspected drug overdose. And I want to speak on this uh, just quickly because there was actually a comic and then a few other people that he was with who died of a suspected drug overdose as well. I think with fentanyl, but, like, I, I don't even know, like, what to speak to, but, like, fentanyl really... Um, it has just become like more apparent, I feel like. And like even the littlest bit of it will kill you. So guys, be careful. If you're doing cocaine, I don't recommend it, but just be careful in general. You don't want to get a bad batch. But in general, um, I know I said that twice. Michael K. Williams, RIP, man. You are great in The Wire. And I've seen a number of your other projects. So rest in peace, man. Really sad um, to see that happen. And also it was... um. It was assumed that he died from a drug overdose, so I don't want to, um, 
you know, put that out there and um, say that I'm 100% sure on that. But guys, just be careful oh, when you're doing drugs. Um, kind of know where you're getting it from. I know it's super hard because it probably comes from that person, which goes to that person, which goes to that person. But stick to the weed, guys. If you're drinking, I don't know, keep it down to once or twice a week because that stuff will hurt your liver anyway. I saw a news article recently about how there are hospitals now in Florida that are rejecting COVID patients that haven't been vaccinated, like to the ICU. I feel like this is a good move, especially if like you're not going to take the vaccine because you don't believe in COVID in general. There are only so many ICU beds. So like get your vaccine or if you get COVID, I mean, should you be able to go to the ICU if you get COVID? I mean, if you get it really bad, sure. But like I can see hospitals, I mean, doing a good job here and not putting people in the ICU who had the chance to take the vaccine and aren't going to take it. There's information out there. Like the internet is so large. There's information out there to support whatever you believe in, right? Like even if it's an out there theory about whatever it is you're thinking about, there's usually information to support that. So you can support anything really just because the internet is so freaking large. Guys, we have uh, Ted Jones vlog coming out tomorrow basically just went around with the camera this past weekend saw my grandma it was a lovely time she enjoys chocolate hummus so we're going to be posting that vlog tomorrow so make sure you check that out and next weekend i'm actually pretty excited about i have one of the first weddings that i've been to in like the last two years yeah if not one uh, probably the only wedding actually that i've been to in the past two years since COVID even began and then a few months before that one of my uh good friends from growing up i wonder how in general people form uh prenups just like when two people are not at like the peak of their career you know what i mean just like two 28 or 29 year old people get together get married is there usually a prenup that's signed Do you guys know about this? I mean, are you thinking about getting married? If you do get married, are you going to sign a prenup? Will you make your um, spouse or husband? Is that the same thing? Spouse or husband? Husband or wife? I'll just say that since I don't know the words. Husband or wife sign a prenup. I think it always could be a good move. You keep things separate. And then um, maybe whatever you had while you guys are together, you'll split that. But I don't really know how it works. If you're going to protect your family money, you got to get a prenup based on that. But if you guys know how prenups work, I don't know. Let me know. Ted Jones world at gmail.com could be necessary. U S open coming down to the wire. I mentioned the wire cause that was also uh, a great show that I've been watching that I mentioned on the top of the episode, but U S open, it looks like Novak Djokovic is going to take you guys. He had a tough battle the other night against young American Jensen Brooksby. Brooksby came out and smacked Novak Djokovic six, one in the first set. But like, I knew that once Djokovic got that break in the second set that he was going to coast the rest of the time. It usually takes the top players like 30 to 40 minutes to really warm up, especially in these tournaments that are three out of five sets, guys. Usually these matches are lasting anywhere from like three to four and a half hours, whatever it may be. They need those first 30 and 40 minutes, feel out their opponent, and then they really get after it. So I wasn't surprised when Novak Djokovic won that match. And I really think that he's going to take the title, either him or Alexander Zverev, who's from Germany, like a 25-year-old dude, whatever. But I feel like Novak Djokovic is going to take that. If you guys have other thoughts, I think you are wrong. But I'm taking Novak Djokovic to win 
the U.S. Open. So, guys, a random celebrity sighting. I don't even fully know if it's like a celebrity sighting or if you guys would know who I'm talking about. Went to pick up <laughs> Italian food with my dad when I was in uh, Southampton this past weekend. And guess who I saw? This is pretty random. Anthony Scarmucci. We are actually writing his name into Google right now just so I can explain via wikipedia who the heck he is so he's an american financier who served as the white house director of communications for 10 days this guy worked at uh goldman sachs before that but didn't really get along with donald trump and it's funny that he worked for him for literally 10 days and that i noticed him my dad was super impressed he was like how did you just notice that that was anthony scarmucci and then he eyed down both me and my dad luckily guys i was wearing this exact same outfit which i usually do the ted jones world podcast hat and then the ted jones world um dry fit shirt that we have here so hopefully you recognize and hopefully you're listening in mooch and uh this is the ted jones world podcast just in case you weren't clear about that Guys, this past weekend, we finally had CLB come out. What do you guys think? Certified lover boy over Donda? Huh? You guys big Kanye fans, big Drake fans? Let me know right in. But listening over Donda, like I listened to the whole album first. I hearted like three songs. And then the first time I listened to CLB, Certified Lover Boy, I only hearted two songs. But now, after listening to both albums a couple times, guys, I think that I. I think that I like Certified Lover Boy better. I'm looking at my phone right now just so um, I can let you guys know which songs I hearted on both of the albums. So for the Drake song, the songs that I hearted here on Spotify was Love All with uh, featuring Jay-Z, Fair Trade, just featuring Travis Scott, TSU, and Poppy's Home. So those are my four favorite songs right now on the Drake album, Certified Lover Boy. And then the three songs that I hearted off the Donda album was Jesus Lord Part 2, Hurricane, and Jail. So four songs to three songs there, CLB over Donda. But which one did you guys like better? Uh, a lot of controversy controversy here. Uh, Certified Lover Boy, I think the highest selling album like the first day i'm not really even sure what selling album means these days just because like everybody has like their apple music everybody has their spotify account i mean people you can listen to uh music for free on youtube right so what does highest selling album mean back in the day when there were album sales it was a lot easier to keep track of how many albums were actually sold but like now i don't really know how they're doing it you know there's so many different streaming services and people can listen to it in, in so many different ways. So I don't really understand, guys. So uh, I personally am taking Certified Lover Boy over Donda, even though I think they're both great projects, as like a, a person in music would totally say, or someone who thinks they know what they're talking about. But I don't know. I feel like I know what I'm talking about in terms of ta- saying both of these are good albums. Wouldn't you guys agree? If you guys uh, disagree, let me know. If you agree, let me know. I do not care. Okay, so we have a listener email today. I actually need to pull that up here on my cell phone. It was from a girl named Sarah. Sarah B doesn't give a location, just gives an age and a question. Sarah B, 30 years old. Give us your favorite nightclub embarrassing story. So guys, I did take a look at this email before the episode, before I hopped on. So I do have (laughs) <laughs> an embarrassing story ready ready for you guys. So when I was like 
17 years old, 16 or 17 years old, don't really remember. This was like the first time I ever went to a nightclub. It was called 10 June. And the reason it was called 10 June, it was like in the meatpacking district. Both of the owners of the club share the same birthday, the 10th of June. Brilliant name for a nightclub, especially if you own it. So I went to this place called 10 June. I must have had like seven or eight cranberry vodkas. It was the drunkest probably I've ever been. Hopped in a cab went home. And as I was going home in the taxi, guys, I was so wasted. I ended up throwing up on my lap. This was probably like three blocks before I got home. Ended up throwing up in my lap. I'm swiping my credit card at the end of the trip. I don't think it's going through. Maybe it ended up going through. Um, I get out of the cab. I start sprinting down the block towards my house. This is when I'm 16, 17 years old, guys, so I'm still living at home. Sprint to my apartment. I kick my back foot. My like right foot kicks my back foot. I end up flying, no joke, like falling five feet at least, and I just land on my left arm. I gash up my entire left arm. My whole hand is bloody, and if I didn't stop myself with my hand, my entire face probably would have been scratched up. I woke up in the morning covered in throw up. It was one of the grosser things of all time. And I'm embarrassed uh, because of that story. Obviously, you understand why. But just like sprinting away from the cab, like what did I think I wasn't paying or something like that? Like poor taxi driver. I'm wasted, 17 years old, sprinting down the block. Hopefully, I did end up paying for that taxi, but like I also may not have, which I feel bad about. That's never a good move. But like karma would say that I probably didn't pay for that. That's the reason why I like kicked my back foot and ended up flying and scraping up my entire body. So that was probably one of the more embarrassing uh, stories from my nightclub life, Sarah. I don't really even know where to go from there. Just to touch on this wedding that I was talking about for next weekend, my mom doesn't believe that I have nice clothes or clothes to wear to this wedding. I don't want to go clothes shopping. Just in general, I really don't like shopping. I mean, I guess if you are going to go shopping, it's best to go with like, I don't know, female in general, maybe your sister, best friend who's a girl or your mother. In my case, we're, we're, like that's who I'm going with. But I'm really not looking forward to it. Guys, I really don't like clothes shopping. Do you guys like shopping? Girls I know love shopping, right? They're always just like trying to have their boyfriend wait outside the dressing room. Sorry, that's fucked up. That's sexist. But like the only clothes I'm wearing these days are, I don't know, one of two pairs of jeans when I'm here on the podcast, one of three pairs of sweatpants, and then a Ted Jones World shirt and a hat that we got here. But... It's getting crispy outside, so I assume that we're going to have to start wearing a jacket pretty soon. That's something that I'm really not looking forward to, layering up. You know, layering up and walking is never, never that fun. You know, like the subway does get pretty warm down there, so it's nice to take the subway during the winter. But taking the subway has been a bitch this past like three months just because it's so hot. You guys know what I'm saying? I haven't really talked about cryptocurrency on this podcast in a very long time, but today there was a massive drop. We should talk about that really quick. Bitcoin down 15% today. Ethereum down 13%. Have a little Uniswap. That's down 18%. Cardano, which was doing well, pumping down 14%. I wonder what the heck happened today, guys. But um, in my opinion, crypto is the future. This is not financial advice. 
but um, it's just going to be in waves until it like gets used more frequently by important ass companies. You know what I mean? And the government in general, once we stop printing so much freaking money, El Salvador becoming one of the first countries or actually becoming the first country to buy Bitcoin as a government and it's going to become their legal tender. So is that the first of uh, however many countries there are in the world? 181 or so. Is that right? 181 countries. You guys can Google that for me. That's going to be starting to use cryptocurrency. Are governments in general going to start printing their own digital money? I don't know, but the world is becoming digital, guys. You got your bus tickets, your train tickets, your everything on your phone, right? You got your Excelsior COVID pass, you just show it right there and it's on your phone, your Starbucks card, whatever. It's all about reloading shit onto your phone. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys heard about this over the past week, but there was a high school that completely finessed ESPN into thinking that they were a high school, a high school football team. They played IMG Academy, which is in uh, Bradenton, Florida, I believe. It was called Bishop Sycamore and they ended up playing... IMG on ESPN and it turns out that they are not even in a high, a high school. They had junior college players. It was more of like a last chance you situation. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard or seen last chance you. It's basically like a college TV show where it gives uh people who have not done well in traditional college an extra chance like a junior college. So there's a full investigation going on right now. The head coach of the team had a bunch of legal trouble, but the fact that ESPN put a game on their network that wasn't even like two high schools playing against each other, and by the way, they got blown out like 58 to zero. I think that they just put together a number of former <laughs> football players and then were like, all right, well, I mean, I guess they're going to play against IMG. IMG a reputable academy. They have like a number of different sports programs. IMG actually started as Nick Bolletary Tennis Academy. I'm not sure if you guys know that. There's a little uh, fun fact for you and then developed into like this full school powerhouse that has all of these teams on it. But it was just like nuts that ESPN didn't do like, I don't know, the proper vetting. But like how much vetting do you need to do? If like somebody comes to you, they're like, we are a reputable high school we're going to play IMG. We'll give you this much money to put us on TV. Like, I don't know. Like ESPN wants the cash. They want the viewership. So how much vetting do they need to do? Apparently a lot more. So those execs at ESPN, I'm sure are not happy. And then the people above the execs, I'm sure are not happy about that either. And then there was also a quote from the head coach, Tyron Jackson. <laughs> he goes, we are not a school. That's not what Bishop Sycamore is, which is a crazy thing to say. I'm still confused about how you can be a high school football team without being a high school football team. I don't know. Stay tuned for the development on this. But then again, guys, if you're more curious about this, Google Bishop Sycamore. Not even really sure how this came to be. Maybe ESPN was looking for like a last minute game or a last minute opponent to play IMG and get blown out against. And they just put this high school there. That could be the case. If you guys are listening to this podcast episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, take a second to rate it five stars. If you really enjoyed yourself, leave a comment. It really helps with the channel. And if you guys are watching here on YouTube, like, 
throw a comment in there, subscribe. That helps out as well. Ted Jones World here, and I just love hearing from you guys. So if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever it is, tedjonesworld at gmail.com, tedjonesworld on Instagram, and we'll get back to you as soon as we see the message, okay? Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy your Thursday. Peace.